This is Sneaker Show. We talk sneakers because we love sneakers. And today we have a guest. His name is Trent. Trent is known for the store Exclusity, and he wrote a book. That's why we have him on today. We're going to ask him questions about his book. Thanks for listening. Thank you for watching. My name's Tim Stone. I really enjoyed the book. It's called How Sneakers Saved My Life. It's available on Amazon. Trent, welcome here. It's so good to see you. Thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. So I'm honored. A little background. He's mm -hmm. been at it for forever. Trent founded Exclusity <laughs> in 2006. It's a sneaker boutique in multiple locations now. He's an international model. He's managed musicians. He's an author. You're an entrepreneur, man. It's it's really inspirational. <laughs> Thank you. We're chomping at the bit. We want to ask you a million mm -hmm. questions. Let me just mention that Nathan is also here. Nathan okay. and Shay. And uh, I'm going to pass it over to Nathan first. Go ahead. Brent, happy to have you here. And uh, happy to be here. Let's get right after it. All right, let's um, go. You and Exclusity have always been synonymous with one another. Uh, we see it everywhere in the book, in social media, anywhere we see you. Um, what is the Exclusity life, quote unquote, and how would you explain that to somebody that maybe isn't familiar? Um, so uh, that, that kind of tagline, that Exclusity life, had actually just came up by accident, to be honest with you. Um, so yes, yeah, so I founded Exclusity in 2006. At first, it wasn't even a sneaker boutique. Uh, we just, as you guys know, I wrote in the book, we started out selling long tees and do-rags, driving down to New York and, uh, and and coming back and selling them out the truck of my car. And uh, it was literally that Exclusivity wasn't available. So I, I took Exclusivity Life um, as, as our website. And, um, you know, so we just have that, we had that tagline, like, are you living that Exclusivity Life? So it was really <laughs> just kind of like a joke, but like it kind of stuck around. And, you know, I was, on another interview I was just talking, I think like when you go into an Exclusivity uh, location, you kind of feel um, me in there, like from the music, the vibe, the selection, you know, I've had buyers, but I, I've always, you know, thought of myself as kind of like the head buyer, everything that goes, um, runs through me. So, you know, the Exclusivity life is, is hip hop, it's, it's fashion, it's, it's music, it's culture. Um, it's just, it's everything that we grew up around. All right. I love that. Mm. I love it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's even better that it kind of came organically, right? Like, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Prob probably why it works so well. Yeah, exactly. Our logo was organic too. We were just making like our first shirt and the guy's like, Oh, do you have a logo? I was like, well, no dude, I was like in a basement of a, ta a tattoo parlor. <laughs> He's like, all right, I'll come up with something. I was like, our first, first logo was Exocity and had these like the like buildings in it. And it said the city is ours. I don't know if you guys know of Exocity at that time, but that was our first logo. Everything has always been developed. Exocity has always been organic. And then, as you guys know from reading the book, I didn't start out with a business plan. I didn't start out with a major goal. Selling clothes was a side hustle to my modeling career. And just to let everybody know, I'm not, I'm not currently an international model. I was a model. Um, but yeah, it was just supposed to be a side hustle. And then it just it turned into... Uh, a national brand nice well you know mm. i can't speak from experience but i'm sure modeling's just like riding a bike and i'm sure you could hop right back in <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah i've been doing some pictures again now that like we're doing press and i'm a, a publicist and like hey, i got you some pictures and i was like yo that's easy man i can just jump right back into it <laughs> yes sir yeah. yes sir that goes hand in hand mm. so through some hunting around i did i found that dj clark kent hosted the opening of your laval location in 2014 Having mm -hmm. stories in some absolute hot spots for lengthy periods of time, who is the most inter ah, interesting person to come into the store that made you think, wow, I can't believe this person is in here? Ooh, that's a really good question. 
because um, you know, being of the you know the predominant sneaker boutique in Montreal, especially Montreal, and you know one of the you know top one, top two in Toronto, um, we had a lot of celebrities come through from like Russell Peters, Akon. Um, it, I just want to shout out to also Gentry Humphrey, who's. Uh, do you guys know who Gentry Humphrey is? I want yes. to test you guys a little bit. Okay, good. I'm happy to be on this podcast now. Uh, so Gentry, <laughs> Gentry was the uh, Gentry was uh, the, the, our first like guest at Discount to open, uh, you know, to cut the ribbon for us and open that store. And that's why we're like in Laval. We were like, Ooh, who are we going to get to follow him up? And then we got DJ Car Kent. But that's an elongated answer to say. For me personally, was Usher. Oh. Mm. I was like, That's Usher's in this store? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, so I was at the downtown Montreal location, and we heard he was on tour, and he was at one store, and I was like, I'm pretty sure he was going to pass by. And like, literally, like, 10 minutes later, as after I got the text that he was at one store, I see the limo roll up, and I was in the back helping somebody, and he came in, and he was like, yo, where's Trent? And I was like, so he, were, I had met him on tour when him and Kanye was on tour in Toronto, like, five or six years ago. And don't ask me why he remembered me, but he came in asking for Trent. So the whole staff was like, yo, Trent, you know Usher? And I just kind of played it off. I'm like, yeah, Ursh. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, uh, no, that, that for me, that was dope. You know, uh, I, I gave him, I bought him a pair of, it was like foam posits and he, he got a couple of, um, got a couple of kicks. He gave me his credit card. We, we sent them a couple of kicks for about like a year or so. And then kind of just lost touch. So yeah, Usher for me. And also I'm a big R&B head. So uh, it was good for, for me to, to, meet somebody who's a I would say he's an idol of mine but he's definitely an icon you know right mm. so to counter off of that question and for my own mm -hmm. curiosity so you said you met him when he was on tour with Kanye was there yeah. any was there any interaction with Kanye did you see him at all is there so actually at an after party there was a, that's when John Legend was like super super new and Usher I'm sorry I think Kanye was opening for Usher okay and Kanye was super new and um, although I'm not putting him under the bus, but I mean, this was a long time ago, but uh, he was like talking with girls in the club and do this, whatever. And then John Legend was like, yo, like he just broke up with his girl. He's wilding right now. And John and I and my girl at the time were just sitting in the VIP lounge and we we're just talking. And like John is super, super cool guy. But I never got to actually speak or say anything to Kanye because he was literally just like talking to every girl at the club. So it's like it's Kanye. <laughs> but he wasn't Kanye then, you know, he was just like, you know. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe in his own mind, he was Kanye. Oh, then, he was. He, yeah. Oh, he was yeah. always. And we knew that he was going to be that Kanye, which is why I wanted to kind of like say what's up to him, whatever. But I knew, so I knew Don C. I'm sure, you guys knew Don C. So I had, yes, you know, I had Don C's uh, cell. We were supposed to do like a collab at one time. Remember when Don C had those snapbacks? Oh yeah, yeah. Right, the mental oh, snapbacks. So, like, so I got his number. Yeah, so I was, I was kind of like in the cut. Like, if you're smart when you're around a celebrity, don't try to t talk to them. You talk to the people around them. You know right. what I mean? I get their contacts because Kanye is never going to answer your call anyway. It's like Jay-Z said that he has 17 people before you get to Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I yeah, believe for sure. It. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So, okay. here's, here's the topic. And I think this is where I'm most interested. <clears throat> and uh, okay. I hope how it's articulated. I hope we're on the same page with this. So okay. truly there's, there's a lot of blind hate online and evidently with the book that's out um, and part two that's on the way, you're no stranger to opening up. 
what would mm. you say to the people in the comments, groups, videos, etc., um, that are just trying to rip you to shreds or whatever every time a shoe <laughs> comes out and they don't get it? Because yeah. I, I, I see where they're, you know, I get where they're coming from, but I think you yeah. have to take that thought process a step further because it's like, oh, I didn't win the raffle. This had to go out the back door. But it's like, well, I didn't win the raffle. That doesn't mean yeah. like, we all didn't yeah. win the raffle for the most part. Yeah. Right? Like one person probably did. And I don't yeah. think the thought process goes to that next step. Um, yes. I think it's just like, you know, it's no different than when a rapper drops an album at, you know, te 10 o'clock out West here, right? Noon yeah. or midnight Eastern. And then it's a mm. uh, trash emoji, trash emoji, trash emoji. Yes. Like, like, did you even listen to it yet? Exactly. Yeah. So if, if this was your moment to kind of speak to that crowd and uh, maybe eliminate some of that stigma, what would you say? Um. Good, good question. I knew it was going to come also. So thanks for giving me the, uh, the platform to address it. Um, so if you go back kind of like pre pandemic, um, you know, when all the stores were open, like we would be the store to do lineups. Like I always hated raffles. Um, we were actually the last store to do lineups. Like uh, I think it was like March 15th. And like the, that's before like the lockdown came and the police were like, no, you guys can't line up. So Anyway, so, so fast forward to so when we closed down, we, every shoe was a friggin' raffle because the stores were closed, right? And then like putting it online and fighting bots and everybody thinks that there's like these amazing bot protections out there. Like, dude, Nike is a billion dollar company and they are very adamant of saying we are working on a bot, bot protection. If they're a billion dollar company, like I understand we're a multi-million dollar company. We can't do shit if Nike can't do shit. So, <laughs> yes. so, so that's it with, with, with the bots. Out there. <laughs> bot protection, bot I literally called Shopify and I'm like, do they, these guys know something I don't like, do you guys have some bot protection that I don't know about? And there is things out there, but as you know, once one thing comes out the next day, there's something to fight it, you know? So we, so we do do things to stop, you know, um, botting it online or whatever. But to answer your question about um, the hate online, um, I used to like get on there and fight with people back. Like, yo, we don't backdoor. Yo, we try this, we try this, whatever. And then because we were, it was during the pandemic, I had more time on my hands. I was watching other stores and watching other accounts and reading these comments. And I'm like, yo, every single store that has a release, they say they backdoor. Yeah. Every Foot Locker, Foot yeah. Action, Jetman Door, Kit, the, Nike. You're just like, hold on a second. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm not saying they're not backdoor, but I'm saying I realize that it's just a, a reaction to their disappointment. And they're allowed to do that. Just like I'm allowed to turn off my comments on Etsy City when I do a post and because if I don't want to see it for my own mental health and for my own um, peace, right? So um, I saw one store, it was so funny, I don't remember the release, that nobody in Canada got size 9, okay? It was okay. A, oh, let's, let's say, for example, it's like a Jordan 1, okay? And this happens all the time where, like, there could be one size that for some reason gets whatever it's scrapped in china whatever and it doesn't make it so nike will just send us an email be like hey guys you ordered x amount nobody will have size nine sorry okay cool this store decided to say hey we have size eight to 13 but we have no size nine there was 30 comments underneath that said yo you guys are backdooring 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 backdoor and i was like i know that they're not backdooring to size nine because i know nobody in canada has it you know so that is when i said okay i get it it's literally just very passionate sneaker enthusiasts that want their shoes and they can't get it because of the, the, the new reality that we're in. And it's hard for people to just line up and, and get shoes. So 
I try to understand it. And I just wish that hopefully maybe after this, people understand from the store's point of view um, that, yo, we try our best, man. Lineups, you're going to complain. Raffles, you're going to complain. Bracelets, you're going to complain. It's, it's tough. It's, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a topic where there's almost no right answers. So there's none. yeah. And that's what, this is exactly what I want the people to hear. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you for that. And thank you. It's like, it's like future said, if you don't got haters, you ain't popping. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I'm going to throw it to Tim here. I know he's got some excellent questions as well. Yeah. We've all got a bunch of questions, but uh, I want to bring Shay in the mix here, bro. You go ahead. Um, you start with what you've got. I just wanted to ask, I know from looking at your Instagram and that kind of stuff, uh, for the most part, you're suited up, you know, promoting the book and whatnot. Um, I just was curious as to what you've kind of been rocking lately um, and what you were rocking back in the day when you had this store that Timmy's got up here. Yeah. Oh, hold on. That, that other slide there. Sorry. Uh, yeah. This is early days. The, exclusivity. That, that yeah. is the first Exocity location in the basement of a tattoo parlor. <laughs> Um, so great question. I love when I get uh, this question. The, I am the guy who tries to fight the hype, you know? Um, do I have some hype? Yeah, of course. Do I love it? But I love a lot of inline product. I'm sure this is going to make me shocking. Like I don't hate mids. I hate when I see somebody, yo, you can't wear a mid. And you see like these complex videos and these like girls buying like their boys like that. Dude, if, if it's a nice colorway and if it's a nice shoe, I'm going to rock it. I don't give a shit. Um, I love Air <laughs> like Force that. Ones. I love what you want to know the shoe I have the most of? White on white Air Force Ones. I have around like 30, 40 pairs of them. Some are filthy <laughs> dirty. Some are brand new because it's even limited for us because it's allocated. So I only get a certain amount and I will like, you know what I mean? Or I've bought them from places, you know? So I love a white on white Air Force One. It's classic. And this day and age with StockX and GOAT and all of these resale shops, like you're not flossing on anybody anymore, whatever you're going to wear, because A, like, you know, 10 years ago, it would be like, how did you get that? Bro, we all know how you got it. You paid $3,000 for it. Simple. <laughs> you know what I mean? So to me, that doesn't look cool. So that's just my opinion, I'm not shitting on anybody's, um, you know, reason for rocking. I just feel like it's, it doesn't, it's not, I'm not expressing myself wearing a Travis Scott one because you just know that I got it on GOAT or StockX or from my boy or from a sneaker boutique. So I try to be original and wear something that I like that goes with my outfit and my personality. Dig that. Mm. Um, and then I think Tim's going to pull this up. Yeah, so we were talking perfect. about this. We were talking about this in our group chat the other day. Okay. One of the homies in CSX on Facebook posted this pair mm -hmm. of the Louis Vuitton Air Force collab for 38,000 USD ridiculous um i was just curious and tim if you want to go to the next one that shows all eight of the friends and family pairs yeah i saw this i guess my question for you is what's the most that you've spent on a pair of shoes or what would you be i guess willing okay. to spend on a certain you, pair you ready for this i've never bought a pair of shoe for over resale or over retail i've never bought a sale i never bought a shoe for resale in my life I want to. I want to. We can help you, you know out. He wants to support yeah. the culture. 
<laughs> like I have uh, the LeBron 10, the LeBron 10, which I'm sure is going to get retro next year. So I'm sure I'll be able to cop it. But the LeBron 10, like lifestyle, I don't know if you guys know about that. They had like the jean. Remember the LeBron cork? Yes. I, we had it. We released it. I asked Nike if they could, you know, send me a pair or somebody hooked me up. I couldn't get a pair. I want the LeBron cork so badly. I'm like, I don't even care. I have the $600 to pay for it. I just can't bring myself to pay. <laughs> Dude, it's a shoe. It's a shoe. And I know that this might come like as a surprise to somebody who owns a sneak boutique. Or maybe that's why, because I have a sneak boutique. I don't know. But I just feel like I'm not paying $700 for a shoe that I know somebody paid $250 for. I'm just not doing it. No, totally fair. Totally fair. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tim, I'm gonna throw it back to you, brother. Well, if I get 38k, I'm gonna put a down payment on a house. Um, it's very smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to ask you about a, a lot of things, but you, you've mentioned okay. the modeling and the the multiple revenue streams. Let's get yes. a little advice here, Trent. You're okay. young. You're successful. You're you're really inspiring. You, you make me Thank feel you. like what am I doing? This guy's <laughs> found more hours in the day or something. So. In the book, How Sneakers mm -hmm. Saved My Life, available on Amazon. Thank you, Thank you for having that up there, Brett, by the way. <laughs> you talk about revenue streams. Uh, yes. even, even when you were young, it was coming in from multiple sources. So yes. I, I'm just an average guy. I got a job. I sell some sneakers. What advice do you give to somebody like me? How do mm -hmm. I get rich? <laughs> <laughs> well... I'm um, also an international model. Just so yeah. you know. <laughs> you're funny, dude. Um, so look, Jay Z, there's a clip on. There's a clip. On, no, not saying that you can't be. I just know that you're Thank making you. that as a joke. You said that's cab. Nathan, that was cruel, Nathan. <laughs> uh, you said it. I. You know, it's, I was, it's not how I was intended. <laughs> um, 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 so there's a, there's a clip online that Jay-Z says, uh, that, that Jay-Z speaking, I don't know who he's talking to, but he's like, the key is to find something you're passionate about and excel in that. Everybody feels, and I know this wasn't exactly your question, but everyone's like, how do I get famous? I know it wasn't your question was, your question was how to get rich, but everyone's feel like, how do I get famous? How do we get out there? And it's the same question, like what you're asking, like, how do I get rich? And I feel if you approach it from that standpoint, then you're always gonna be running after it. Um, second of all, money is not gonna give you what you think it's gonna give you. And you know that if you, I don't know if you guys got to the second book yet, but it's, <clears throat> I'll do my own shameless plug, How Sneakers Ruined My Life. And it's about, <laughs> there you go, yeah, thank here. you sir. Yes. Yeah, and it's about, it's about me and my multiple revenue streams and then hitting you know, my stride with Exo City and take it to a national brand and being a multi-million dollar company and brand and buying a six bedroom home and kind of just feeling a little bit lost, right? Um, sorry if I'm not answering your question directly, but I, it's more important to touch on this part than to answer how to get rich. Yeah, I feel <clears> you. Because I, I want people to think about that. Um, you know, I, I had, I want to say I had it all. Yes, I could have had a helicopter. I didn't have a private jet or whatever, but I had what I dreamt of, of having as a kid. Um, and I felt lost. I felt like, uh, you know, like, uh, like, like I didn't feel like this is how I would feel when I attained these things. You know, um, I was single. I didn't have a, you know, a girlfriend at the time. I didn't, neither do I not right now. I don't have kids. I was like, what am I leaving all of this for? So 
now through the pandemic and that will be book three is like I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find what I want to try to promote is healthy entrepreneurialism. So it's not about how I can get rich. It's like, how can I become successful? And the question, the answer to that is find something that you're passionate about and excel into that. And while you're on that path, make sure that it's balanced and make sure that it's purposeful and make sure that it's healthy so that you don't run into the roadblocks that you've seen many successful people that have money get into. Right. Um, so that's the answer. Well, thank you for the answer. And it, <laughs> it's like, you know, good dad advice. If you find a job you love, you won't work a day in your life. I really want to exactly. question, am I playing or am I working? And that's the rich life. That's how you get rich. Exactly. thousand percent. But the key should be, how can I be successful? Right. The money, because the money is going to come and go no matter what. There's no business that haven't had its ups and downs. Look, um, uh, what's his name? Mark Zuckerberg just lost $30 billion. Right. It's, so it's not really the money because it's always going to be up and down is how can I find balance and how can I find success? Because as long as you find success, the money's not going to matter to you. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah. OK, yeah. good. Yeah. We got the Tony Robbins podcast this week. <laughs> Sorry. It's my no, books. Everybody thinks like my books are only about sneakers. You know, it's it's really the, 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 the behind the scenes of the sneaker industry and behind the scenes of business and entrepreneurialism. And it's a scary fucking place. I'm not even blowing smoke at you either. It's an enjoyable read. Like yes. the Thank coming you. from nothing and becoming what you've described. That's a story you want to read. Don't miss out on Thank this you. sneaker show Thank podcast, you. listeners. Thank it's you. available on Amazon if you're curious. <laughs> Tabby, <laughs> let me throw it back to you, bro. We'll do another round and then we can come back and talk about uh, some of the pairs this week. Cool. Uh, okay. Well... Trent, this was the, the part in the book to me, and it was in the first book, and it was early on even that stuck w with me the most. When um, the school that you and uh, your young man, that Victor, were mm -hmm. at where he was attending and you were helping and all that good stuff for the mm -hmm. listeners that aren't maybe familiar. Uh, when you were there and there was the amendment with the dress code and the law mm -hmm. and tears, was mm -hmm. that the moment for you that you were like, this is really catching on for exclusivity? Okay. Truth be told, I only knew about that story when I asked Rashawn to do the forward for the book. I had oh. no idea that the dress code was amended because I was selling so many long tees. But yes, it, I, I, I didn't know that the dress code at the school had been changed because of the impact I was making on in that in that, you know, three block radius that I was killing it at. Um, but I knew that I was, tr I, I knew that I was changing something. And, and I think that's what, what drove me to continue in this, in this space where, cause like you can affect change, you know? Um, and so this was before sneakers and to see that like nobody had long tees, like Foot Locker didn't have it, no big stores. And I was able to go and take this, this fashion that was starting in New York and bring it down here and then just walk around the street and be like, that kid's wearing my t-shirt, that kid's wearing my t-shirt, that color's not available anywhere else. So it just, it was, um, I think you're right. I didn't maybe just realizing it now. I think it was the moment that sparked like that fashion kind of like, hmm, I could do something and, and I could change something, you know? And I, I love doing that. Love that. Yes, is the answer to your question. Yes, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> want to make sure that I answer some, because I'm, I'm a little long-winded since I want to make sure I answer your question. Well, yeah, it's, it was a good moment. It's all relevant, right? Yeah, yeah no, exactly. It's definitely all applicable. I love that. Good. Fredo, you go ahead with what else you got. I'm going to I'm going to save mine for last. I think I'm good for the most part. 
Word. For okay. now. My question's about collaborations, Trent. Okay. In the book, How Sneakers Saved My Life, available on Amazon, Trent like described... <laughs> Lincoln Bile. <Yeah. laughs> Some of the most interesting stories are the connections to Nike. So mm. the Nike reps, the people who believed in you, it's so cool. You've mm. had a Nike account for a minute, and they know who mm. you are. There are memos Absolutely. going around about Trent. Mm. Why does Union get a collaboration and not Exclusity? I want a pair of Exclusity mm. ones. I bet you do too. So I've got a couple questions is, how big do you got to be? How do you mm. get that collaboration? And if you do, what sneaker are you going to collaborate on? Whew, it's a loaded question. When you guys get to book two, you'll see that my uh, my feelings have kind of a little bit um, changed a little bit towards that. But yes, there was a point that I was that I would have loved to have a collaboration. But you're at part A of your question is you always got to be undeniable. So I don't allow, I don't like to say we're like oh well this person was this or this person was that or whatever. When you're undeniable, somebody will come regardless. Um, I feel personally that we've been undeniable in across Canada. There's maybe one or two other stores or as, as national as we are. Um, so I think it's being in Canada is kind of a little bit kind of like, you know, fighting the fight with one hand tied behind your back. You yeah. know, it's, it's like how Drake was, you know, Drake was always dope and Canada was never really like feeling him. He went to the U S got with Lil Wayne, got for Trey songs, whatever. And now Canada's like, oh my gosh, Drake's the best thing in the world. The, the biggest rapper is from Canada, but you weren't claiming him before that. I feel if City would have been in the US and did what, because everything is times 10 in the US, right? So if you have 10 stores here, that means we probably would have had 100 stores in the US, right? Because we're 10 times per capita. So uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, and just a little tidbit, um, Nike Canada is ran by Nike US. So everything filters through the US, right? So the you know when America we're Americans I feel look at to say hmm we have three collaborations they're going to go to where they know not to where they visited you know one time since they've been at Nike for 5 years, you know? It's like yeah, I remember reading that guy Trent, but you know, you know, Union or whatever, you know, or Bodega or, you know, Amonier, it's like, yo, it's just, you know, it, dude, I've seen James a hundred times. I've been to his stores 200 times. Like we know, we know him, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I think being in Canada is a little bit of a, uh, you know, fighting the fight with one hand behind, behind your back. That's perfectly said. And you, you love you. the Air Forces and you've brought up Drake and uh, I've just got this ready to go if we wanted to look at it. Okay that uh, that is not happening anymore. I heard about that. Yeah. And was this enough of a change to get you excited about a pair of sneakers? Would you pay resell for this just because it has the little hearts on the Never. bottom? <laughs> Never. Never. Not doing it. Uh, no. I mean, and, and I heard people online saying like, yo, it's just because um, Certified Lover Boy is past and gone. That's why they don't want to put it out, whatever, blah, blah. It is probably just a production issue. Um, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't think I still would have paid resale for it. Would I have loved to have them? Of course, but I wouldn't have paid resale for them. So maybe it's not a Nike sneaker. Is there a silhouette that would be right for exclusivity? 
So, oh yeah, this is part C to your question. I was actually, when Gentry came down for the discount opening, I was speaking to him and he's I was like, yo, if you had to do a shoe, what would your shoe be? And I would say, it's the phone posit. As you guys know, in book one, chapter four, yeah. I, I, I identify 2012 as the biggest year in sneakers. Um, and I'm sure that's, that's probably the year that got everybody who's watching this show um, in, into sneakers. It, it, to me, it's the most relevant year. Um, and the Galaxy phone posit, um, was this was the sneaker that 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 took exclusivity from being a local boutique to a national boutique? So we were in talks of like doing something with a phone posit and coming up to Canada and whatever, whatever. But it just it never came out. So I was close to having it, but again, like I said, you're, he was up here for a weekend. We got close, whatever. Then he goes back to the U.S. and then he gets busy with a bunch of Americans, right? So um, it never happened. But if I were ever to have it, it would be on a phone posit because for me, it's the most important shoe. And it's a shoe I helped bring into the country when a lot of other stores didn't want to bring it in. That yeah. doesn't sound cool now because phone posits aren't cool. But back in the day when phone posits were crazy and everybody was wanting them, that was big. People died over those Galaxy phones. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that was the year. It was like nine months before that. Well, you know, if you read the book, I was like, you guys need to bring in phones. You guys need to bring in phones. And they were like, there's a store that said, we can't sell a $300 shoe, you know, a major store that they have like referee of it. Yeah. They were like, yo, we don't know what Trent's <laughs> talking about. Nobody in Canada would wear that. Then I was like, bring it in. Lo and behold, the phone posit that they bring in is the Galaxy phone posit. So I just, I look like a genius. Oh, the story so, is wild. And yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it makes yes. your heart beat. Cause like even you got people at the store and you didn't even have the actual yeah. shoes. It's a, yeah, it's a big yeah. moment. You guys got it. If you really want to know a moment in history, that was really cool. I feel like that's like one of my favorite chapters in the book of like, so yes, there was, it was like a couple hours. I don't want to give it away. You got to read the book, but we announced that we had it. We had people from New York. We had the news agencies. We had the uh, Gazette and everybody came up and I actually didn't have the shoe in our hand because there was a, there's a problem at Nike delivering me the shoe. Read chapter four. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, it make you sweaty. Like watching uncut gems. Yeah, exactly. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Trent, this has been illuminating and a lot of fun. Uh, we're you. just going to take a quick break and we'll come back okay. and we'll do what we normally do. Look at some shoes and share how we feel. Okay, sounds good. Cool. Thanks, man. This is part two of Sneaker Show. We still have Trent with us and we're just going to look at a couple of pairs like we normally do. Some stuff that's been announced, some stuff that's coming out very soon. We're excited about the Union Dunks. We're excited about the CPFM. I think it's a dunk. And of course, the Union Twos. Was it the Union Twos? The Manier Twos. Manier Twos. We got some Twos. It's a crazy mm -hmm. year. Now, we were just we talking. We got a lot of Twos coming. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and Cortez. There's going to be a couple of Cortez this year. I've mm -hmm. never bought the Forrest Gump shoes before, but maybe that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, in part one, we just ended on some foam posits, Trent's favorite shoe all time. Uh, what, what were you going to ask about, Nathan? Well, Trent, I want your take on that CDG foam posit, because to be completely honest, I'm not a huge foam posit guy. I have had a mm -hmm. pair and I thought they were cool. And that's what made me not a foam posit guy, because I wore them and I was like, these are worse than my work boots. <laughs> I mean, the nice part is, is you can't really mess them up, right? Like exactly that shoe is you know, day yeah. 100, day one, it looks the same. But I want yeah. you to take on the, the CDG foam posit and uh, what your thoughts on that are, because I really like that one with you being a foam posit guy. So I'm a, yeah, I'm a fan of them. I think they're super dope. Um, both colors, the black and white um, colors. 
And uh, like my favorite, um, I think my favorite foam was probably like the Versace foam. Yeah. Um, that's super dope. Um, but yeah, I like them. But, you know, if you're asking if I would pay that kind of money for them, no. <laughs> I know <laughs> that. Know? This yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think they're dope. Go ahead. Yeah, we've seen some people do like some dye jobs on the white ones that made them that light mm. blue. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, my, my, my love for foam posits kind of comes and goes. Like I haven't worn a foam posit in like two or three years. Like you said, it's like, you know what I mean? It's definitely a winter <laughs> shoe. You need a jean with it. It's tough. But again, it's really more for sentimental reasons. But, you know, you'll be surprised, man. You put that on a pair of jeans and the, with the red colorway, like the army foams are always a go. Super dope. They're hot. They yeah. even have a sweaty foot, you know? Yeah, for sure, fours, for sure. I feel. All for right. sure. Let's talk about a pair. Uh, I didn't know what was underneath there. These joints right here. Oh, keep going back. There we go. The unions. Yes, please. Tell me more. Yes, sir. So these are the union dunks. The first mm -hmm. installment of this, they're calling it the Passport Pack from Union comes out this weekend as an exclusive only to them. Uh, however, these dunks come in an array of colors with a ripstop nylon mesh material over top of them. You can cut to reveal what they are calling premium leather. Midnight Navy Pistachio is the first colorway, uh, the mentioned Union exclusive as well. There is also a Laker colorway and a blue and red colorway I'm absolutely in love with. So when I get your guys' take here, I want you to tell me which one you're going to... Our, our game here, a variation, but we call it Rock, Paper, Skippers. Rock, okay. you're wearing them. Paper, you're selling them. Skippers, well, they're out the door. So of these three, when you give us our take, uh, your take, I should say, let me know. Uh, Trent, I think it's only right we throw it straight to you. Um, thank you. Um, can I skip all three? Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I take. think I, I think somebody has um, I think you somebody has the uh, the dunkster the Chinatown the Chinatown market in the background there. I remember seeing and somebody uh, your screen is really small right now, but do you remember once I had the tongue in the bag that had the bag and the tongue. Oh, Tim. yeah, you have oh, it right yeah, there. Yeah, 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 you have it right back there. Right yeah, those are fresh. City I, market, well, flea market, city market. City market. Forgot the yeah, name. yeah, yeah. I think that those are fresh, and I think the Union. No, I mean, shout out! I love the guys at Union. I just, I'm not really a fan of it. Um, but those, to me, are like a, of what these were. Whoa, you know, so, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have those too. I think they're dope. So you know, in the tongue, it's got yeah, the like bags that, in there, right? Yeah, but it's all soft, and it's like it didn't feel. Love right. it. You like it? I got I love it. skinny little girl feet. I put memory okay. foam inside of here. Oh, it's got wow, the really? I took it okay. out of a pillow and I filled it up so it's like a big fat tongue, like an SB shoe now. That's smart. That's I guess. smart. Okay. Maybe if you got like skinny it. girl feet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe the, the one, if I had to take one, the one in the middle, like that, the baby blue. Yes. Yeah, but we're that's... getting a lot of baby blue. Like we had a lot last year and a lot that's coming this year. So. I don't know. I'm skipping them all. And I'm a big <laughs> Lakers fan of Kobe, but I'm skipping them all. Wow. That is a <laughs> hot, unexpected take. Yes. <laughs> Let yes, me just yes. go back here. You see what's going on? They'll look different once you cut all of that off. Mm. So okay. I'm going to say uh, I, I want the original colorway, the one, the first one, the one that they're most excited about, this one right here, the one that I, I thought there was only one when it started, and it was this one. 
So I want to wear that. I'd like to sell whatever's most expensive and uh, I can <laughs> skip the other one. It feels like uh, maybe the Lakers one would go for the most and then this navy pair would be the, the skipper for me. Mm. Fredo? I'm like kind of same boat as you. I think the Lakers pair is kind of ass. I think they could have done a lot better. Uh, but yeah, that blue pair in the middle is definitely the one for me that I'd be thrown on the toe. Well, good luck hitting on these joints. <laughs> right. It felt like uh, people are happy about what Union did when they had their first fours release, that it felt fair and that mm -hmm. they had just a simple skill testing question that stopped a lot of bots. Is it that easy, Trent? Uh, you mentioned that if there was better bot protection, you'd use it. How did Union do so well with that release? I have no idea. I still heard of some people shitting on them, though. It wasn't yeah. like oh, yeah. they got a 100% pass. You know, and like I said, there are some out there and we do have some that I can't tell you guys about because they'll be like, oh, they have that. So we're going to use that like the counter bot protection. All I'm saying is that there's no 100% foolproof way. Um, but yeah, there, there's some tricks of the trade. Did you guys like the Union Forest? All the way through. Yes. Okay. I thought they were dope too. Yeah. Yes, sir. Even the tongue. Yeah. Yeah, I got a pair recently, and I absolutely unstitched the tongue. To me, that's, that's what, what I was going to ask. Yes. Okay, so you opened it up. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, yeah, they were mine. I'm going to wear them. I'm not trying to sell the these, facts. right? So, uh, yeah, and to me, that's the that's the whole part of the four is that big tongue with the jump man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I thought they killed those. They did a super good job. Mm -hmm. Okay, what's next? What's next? Why are these even called a dunk? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw these. This is a wild one. Yeah. This is the CPFM, and they do call it a dunk. It's made of suede. It looks like you maybe stepped in a swamp. It looks like moss is growing off the bottom of it. They mm -hmm. are mismatched completely. Only one side has swooshes. The other side, no swoosh and a yin-yang symbol instead. There are different sock liners. It comes with two sets of these crazy thick laces. I can't decide if I love them or hate them. I keep going back and forth. Maybe if there was the swoosh on both. Fellas, how do you feel about these dunks? Am I going first again? So oh, I'm the guest. Yeah. Yes, sir. Trent um, I, I love when they mismatch shoes. Love it. Um, I have been known to actually mismatch my own shoes. I've worn fours and fives. Um, <laughs> I love fat laces. I love fat laces. I'm a fan. Um, I will, sorry, I don't remember, but not skipping. I'm, I'm not selling. I'm buying. What, what's the three things again? Skip rock. What? You're going to rock. rock. I'm rocking it. I'm rocking these. I'm rocking them. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm rocking them. They're dope. Well, for me, I, I like these. I would love them if they both had the swoosh on the side. That's the only part I don't really like here. Um, it's odd that it's that and not the, the muddy bottom that bothers me so much. It's a, it's a cool concept. I, I can't wait to see the packaging. Um, these are probably the paper for me. I'm going to flip these. I don't, I don't need these in my collection, I don't think. I think for me, that midsole is like a major vibe killer. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not super into them. I think the box that it's going to come with is going to be crazy, but... 
that's got to be paper for me. I'm I'm definitely flipping these. You sure don't buy shoes for the box. <laughs> you can't wear the you, box. You know what I always say though, just as a like the something I've kind of learned over the years, it's that it's hard to tell if you're gonna rock a shoe from a computer and a picture because the midsole and designers are super smart. They're not designing it for you to look at the midsole like this and be whatever. So I always like to see how the shoe is gonna look on or think how it's gonna look on, and you're looking at my midsole from 10 feet away. And that's why I think the shoe's gonna look good. So I never like up close pictures. The best is when you have uh, an initial reaction and then somebody wears it right and it changes mm. your opinion. I like, love damn, that. I need those now. Yeah. Exactly. That's happened quite a few times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. What's next? We got one more pair. It's the year of the twos, guys. We went from I, I don't care that there's a two to I need all the twos. <laughs> Shay, I think these are the sickest ones we've ever seen. Tell me about them, bro. Yeah, we're looking at a Jordan 2 in a sail black and burgundy crush colorway. Um, you guys can kind of tell it's got that similar look to the Jordan 1 that Meniere did. It's got a premium textured leather base with a quilted sock liner atop a snakeskin-like textured midsole. They have some Meniere branding on the heel along with a burgundy hang tag. Uh, as far as I know, all of the, I don't know if you'd call it GR, these definitely won't be GR, but all of the pairs will have a special box. They are set to release April 29th on the Meniere website for a retail of 225 USD. And they are also, I believe, releasing on sneakers either that same day or a few days after. But yeah, Trent, what do you think of these? I'm, I'm rocking them just because James and I came up together. Um, James is my boy. Um, we argue and fight a lot, but he's my brother. So I'm definitely rocking. I would like to say though, you said that these were the best twos you've ever seen. I would Google Don C twos. Oh, yeah. We had those. Those were the Arctic orange fire. pair. Woo! Like that. Those were crazy. Like crazy. So, yeah, but no, but uh, James and his team did his thing. These are dope. They're not the threes, but they're dope. The threes and the ones are like home, home runs. So, yeah, for sure makes sense that maybe there's a four coming from them and i don't know it's early to guess but would that be the greatest shoe ever made <laughs> four did you guys think do you guys think the three was the shoe of the year yeah 100 percent. uh hot take no <laughs> <laughs> okay no just never going to be a three for me it's beautiful i appreciate it uh but there were better shoes last year yeah, that's my take on it. Like, realistically, I had a pair. Um, I had full intentions of keeping it. Uh, beautiful, lots of great details, everything like that. Definitely, you know, just because it wasn't number one doesn't mean I wouldn't put it at number two. But at the exactly. end of the day, at the end of the day, for me, it was a white and gray three. Um, mm. The details were nice, but the shoe, you know, at face value is a white and gray three. And that doesn't mm. quite do it for me. Uh, you know, with those Pata Air Maxes, the Para Dunks. Uh, mm. All the other crazy stuff that came out last year, I think there was just a lot more eye-catching things for me that, that did it. Understood. Well, boys, that's pretty much what we wanted to do today is just talk about some sneakers. We don't have goals other than get to know our homie Trent better and promote <laughs> the book, How Sneakers Saved My Life. It's available now on Amazon. <laughs> Trent. Yes. 
where can we find you online? Where, where should we direct people? Uh, so you can follow me on my Instagram at Trent Out Loud. Uh, of course, you want to follow the shop if you would like at, at, at Exclusivity. And if you'd like to uh, reach out to me for any uh, interviews or appearances or whatever, you can contact my um, publicist at valise at uh, CandiceNicolePR.com. She's good people. Right. Yeah, she's dope, right? Yeah. yeah. She texts me, she's like, yo, how's it going? I'm like, yo, I like these guys, they're cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's, checking up on, she's checking up on us. I'm like a mom. good. Yes, yes. <laughs> Auntie Val. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, my gram is Tim Stone Show. The other boys are Young Tabasco and 403 Fredo. If you want to see some sick unboxings and fit grids, we're getting on that. Our IG page is Sneaker Show Podcast. YouTube is where you can watch. We got the link in the description. Don't miss out on this book or the next books coming from author Trent here. Yes. It's been a trip. Thank you. We Thank really you. appreciate your time. Thank you. I have just one question for you guys yeah. before the end. Um, when you guys, well, not a question, but a favor. When you, because you guys are so into the sneaker industry, when you find the time to read book two, it's really about my life, but it's also really about the back end business of the, the industry that you love. I talk about Adidas, uh, Nike, um, and how they deal with sneaker boutiques and how it affects. We kind of touched it a lot uh, about it on the, in the beginning of the show, but if you guys like to have me back on when you when you read that, I would like to talk about it because I feel like a lot of people get caught up in like those three shoes. What's happening this year? And we're not we're not, and that's what I I kind of wanted to write about this book just to kind of like pull the curtains back and look behind the industry and see what's happening. So if you guys ever want to have me back on, talk about more about that, I'd, I'd love to come on. <laughs> Do we ever? I can confirm right now <laughs> that we would love to have you back on. <laughs> yeah. I'll speak for everybody here when I yeah. say, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so funny. Everyone's eyes had a hundred logo in it. Yeah. <laughs> 200%. Yes. yes. All right. I've never yeah, been more sure of something in my life. <laughs> I uh, appreciate you coming on. For yeah, really. those of you that know me, you know I fucking hate reading. This is act <laughs> I'm not just gassing my boy up, but this book was fire. Thank you, brother. Available you. on Amazon. Yes. Yeah, if that was not clear enough to anybody, you can find this book on Amazon and it is there and it will come to your house. Shout out <laughs> Jeff Bezos. He'll get that thing. To you. Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Thanks for, for kicking it with guys. us. Thank We're you. out. All right. Take care.